0: So, welcome. Now, if you or members of your learning community are feeling a bit overwhelmed, tired, or maybe even stressed, or sometimes you're using the word busy to describe your work and your life, I know I'm guilty of that, this interview is for you. Now, being a teacher, a principal, or educational leader is an amazing opportunity, but it can be really easy to feel like your own well-being takes a hit or that your students' or school's demands come before your own life. But we know that to unlock consistent effective teaching at your school who you are matters we know it matters we have a ton of research that shows that connection between who you are and how you teach or lead now if you've worked with unleashed learning you know we do a lot of work around connecting to who you are to how you teach and that's why i want you to meet daniela flecki daniela has been a teacher a lecturer a presenter for over 20 years and she's the founder of teacher well-being it's a program dedicated to bringing out the best in who you already are. Now my hope for this interview is that it will support you and your entire learning community and I really can't wait to get started. So welcome, welcome, welcome. So Daniela, you work with educators everywhere. I do. You do. So why do we need to talk about our well-being?
1: Well, as a teacher myself for more than 20 years, I think we all know that teaching in schools are crazy places. So I've worked in department schools, uh, government schools and non-government schools. And there are those times where you don't know whether you just want to laugh or you just want to cry. In fact, um, did you know teachers can be involved in up to a thousand interpersonal contacts a day? So, so that. if you go home feeling like the world has just emotionally vomited on you, it yeah. basically has. Yeah, uh, so we need to find ways to better manage our own emotional state. But more importantly, I find for our cognitive well being, mm. Because um, adding to the um, thousand interpersonal contacts, teachers can sometimes make fifteen hundred decisions a day. Mm. So I don't know about you, William, but for me on the weekend, when my partner says, "What do you want to? What movie do you want to okay. see?" I say, "I don't care." Or it's, "What? What do you want to eat? Do you want to eat Chinese? Do you want to eat Indian?" And I say, "I don't. I, I, don't, I, don't, do I cannot it. make another decision. Yeah. Somebody else make it for me because I'm giving so much." Um, Through the day to to everybody else whether that be parents whether that be colleagues or whether that be students So teachers are actually one of the most stressed professions in the world So it's absolutely paramount that we start focusing on ourselves and our well-being.
0: So how do we do that? Like what does it mean, you know, you've worked with us with Unleashoring and all the teacher work So why what's a way that we do that? How do we do how do we think about our well-being as teachers?
1: Well, one of the most important things I think is to realize that it's not a static state It very much is a normal ebb and flow and we all know that Um, there are moments where I think, you know, um, I just want to sit in a corner and cry, but I can't because I've got year eight, um, period eight on a Friday. Um, there are times that are absolutely magnificent and wonderful, those beautiful aha moments that we have and we want to cherish those as much as possible and for me the best way that um, I describe well-being to teachers is very much along a continuum so we've got a zero to ten and we're fluctuating moment to moment along that continuum Um, and it's it's okay to be in the negative as well, it's okay to feel stressed, to feel anxious to feel um, sad, to feel overwhelmed but it's not okay to stay there so we do need to have strategies and the evidence tells us uh, that there are specific strategies we can take to help us better move up that continuum from moment to moment but it's not something that's a static it's very much dynamic.
0: It also makes me think um, I know we didn't mention this before we started but it, yeah. I have to really know who I am yeah I have to be connected to myself and all day long I'm thinking about everybody else so I talk about the flashlight analogy but I have to really have ways to know who I am in this so I can really contribute in the ways that I want to, right? Mm,
1: absolutely. So
0: I'm probably, I'm probably some people are thinking, so I have to be happy all the time. Although I don't think you're saying that because of the continuum, but why is this not about being happy all the time?
1: Because um, teaching, as we know, is an emotional vocation where we, we arrive in a day with a cup full of water, and every interaction we have, we are pouring ourselves out to that to another person, um, and we're doing that by choice. But then we also need to find specific ways to mm. to restore that cup as well. Um, so for me, I often talk about the fact that we need to have mindful moments. So breathing, having so I talk about doing perhaps a walking meditation when we're actively supervising on playground duty. Um, it's not a matter of sitting in a class and saying to Year Three, "I oh, just occupy yourselves for a moment while I meditate." It's just not going to happen. They'll draw things all over you. So it's a matter of finding small moments. So whether that be. Um, Tracking the good stuff, so just having a a, a wall in the staff room that you can actually put up things that are wonderful, a wonderful email from a parent, an aha moment from a student, um, you know, a learning something, a a piece of work that a student has done that you've been working on for uh, many, many weeks or months, having tracking the good stuff is actually very, very powerful.
0: Fantastic. And mm. So what you already did that, but what are your top tips for us? So, Because one of the things I think about is my cup is filled, right? I've got more to give, but also I have a different way of giving mm. the way I'm thinking how you say that. Um, so what are your top tips? You said a few, but what are the ones you think? These are my go-to ones that maybe... When I work with teachers, I always say, this would be great to
1: do. Absolutely. Well, I don't know about you, but I certainly use a to-do list. Do you use a to-do list? Yes, absolutely. Whenever I do my workshops, I always say, now, who uses a to-do list? And everyone's hand goes up. Um, So my first suggestion is, um, you know, when we use our to-do list, we write to-do and then we make a list of all the things we need to do and as we do them, we cross them off and then at the end of the day, we look at the list and go, oh my gosh, I've still got so much more to do and we write it up the next day. Well, my suggestion is this, instead of writing my to-do list, what if we write my achievement list? And as we go through the the tasks are still the same, but as we go through them, we highlight them, we smiley stamp, we gold sticker, we tick, we do whatever we want to do. And at the end of the day, we reflect on everything we've achieved, and we even add some more things like you know went to the toilet because we didn't have time to do that one. (laughs) So we write that in as well. And then at the end of the day, we look at our list and we say, wow, look at everything that I've achieved. Um, The job doesn't change, and then. With that thought of, look at everything I've achieved, we go home thinking, no wonder I'm feeling tired right now. I actually need to just restore myself for half an hour, whether that be go for a walk, read a book, listen to music, go to the gym. Um, just for me, it's go for a walk and I don't want to see other people. It's like I don't want to hear other voices. Right. I just want to be by myself in nature. That's what I do. But it's fine. It's it's allowing ourselves to come down, yet celebrating the achievements that we actually have. I think that's one of the biggest things mm. and I find the most powerful. And easy for teachers to actually do. It's literally just reframing. It also makes me think because
0: the profession is a giving profession. That's right. Yeah. And so we can feel guilty giving back to ourselves, yes. and we've got to really have yeah. some boundaries to say, "I matter," you know, mm. "You matter." So absolutely. Um, so this is what we want to do. Uh, Danielle and I have a question for you. Our question is: What is your go-to strategy to really give yourself a well-being boost? Like, what do you do to like you talk about walking or massage or taking some time off? Yeah. What do you do? So. What we'd like you to do in the comments below, um, answer the respo- the question. We have some of the best comments in there. and Danielle and I will both check them out yep. and hopefully respond. Yes. Um, while you're there, you can check out the Ultimate Classroom Setup Guide. We were talking before. One way to uh, lower your stress levels is to have an infrastructure. And that guide will help you do that. So check that out if you haven't. Um, Daniela, well, thank you for Pleasure. your time. Thank, thank you. you for the work you do. Awesome. And thank you for the work you do for the world. We are cheering you on. Mm-hmm. Let's let's put the well-being in our work and yeah. uh, really make even more of an impact.
1: Absolutely. We'll see you next time. Thank you.